immediately after lunch, the third day. The ranks are thinning. Maybe because they heard that this one is about seva. Thank you very much. Everyone's thinking, we just did seva. We've been eating for three days. Why do we need to talk more about seva? Serving through prasadam in so many ways. So this section, we're going to talk about um, service to the Guru. We're looking at Guru Tattva, so mentioned a couple times earlier the last few days that Prabhupada said that we shouldn't keep a Guru like a fashion. It's not that we're meant to enjoy Guru, we're meant to serve Guru. And sometimes, because <clears throat> the nature of our materialistic outlook is such that we think everything in this world is is meant for me. So, you know, the senses are meant for me, the body's meant for me, the money I get is meant for me, my house is meant for me. <clears throat> so, God should be for me, religion should be for me, guru should be for me, like that. But as Vaishnavas, of course, we're understanding that it's the opposite way, actually. I'm meant for Krishna's pleasure. I'm Krishna's servant. And in the same way, I'm the servant to the Guru. And of course, we learn how to serve Krishna by serving our Guru. Without the mercy of the Guru, as we've been hearing for the last couple of days, there's no question of connecting with Krishna. And we understand <clears throat> that when we become connected to Krishna, that means we serve Krishna. That's what the connection is. Prabhupada writes in the first canto of the Bhagavatam that the relationship of service is a beautiful phrase he uses. He says it's the most congenial form of intimacy. Congenial means like giving pleasure or good, a good thing. And intimacy means, you know, close connection. So being Krishna's servant is the most congenial form of intimacy. And we learn how to serve Krishna by serving our Guru. And as we said in the last session, so many references are there in the Shastra. Not just serving Guru, but also serving other Vaishnavas, other senior devotees, all the devotees, in fact, all living entities. We should see our servants, <coughs> see ourselves as servants of all living entities, from the topmost to the bottom. So, in this next section, we're going to talk a little bit about how to serve the Guru, both Guru Vapu, Guru Vani, and then the mission of the Guru. So, okay, Guru Vapi, excuse me, Guru Vapu and Vani Seva. So Vapu means what? Vapu means serving what? The body, right? Serving the body of the spiritual master. And Vani means serving the instructions. So, We'll talk about these first, and then we're going to talk about the idea of serving the mission, also the mission of the spiritual master. So just to look first, this first section. So, Vapu means serving the physical body of the spiritual master. And Vani means serving the words, right? So how do we serve the words of the spiritual master? How do you render service to words? That's kind of a strange expression. 
serve the words. How would we do that? Following the instructions, good, very important. What else? Hearing, good. We need to hear the instructions, learn from the instructions. Good, spreading the instructions, good. Very good. So hearing the instructions, applying the instructions, sharing or spreading the instructions. Anything else? I heard a voice from space. What do you say? Chanting? Okay, sure, because that's one of the instructions, right? Yeah, so that's that's another way of serving part of the instructions of the spiritual masses. We should chant. So I think those three categories pretty much gets it. Hearing the words, following the words, and teaching the words to others, right? So, so, Vani <clears throat> Seva. So, let's do some... Uh, who's got the lights? Do we know how to turn the lights on enough? Yeah, let's turn them on for a minute. And can somebody... Would somebody like to write up here on the board? Let's do a little brainstorming session. Any volunteers? Maybe... Can you pull that closer? As close as we can get. How's your handwriting since you're there? Terrible, okay? First quality of a Brahmin is he's honest. Of course, he could be being dishonest because he just doesn't want to stand up there. But we'll, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Anyone like to write? You want to write, Manaji? Okay. Okay, so... So, Guru Vapu... Guru Vapu and Bani Seva. What are some of the ways that we can serve Guru Vapu and Bani Seva? Maybe, um, yeah, why don't we separate them? Now, let's, we'll put them all together. We'll put them together. We'll just brainstorm, we'll, then we'll divide them later. What are some of the ways that we serve the Guru through his body and through his words? Some specific things that we do. Attend classes. Attend classes. Okay, good. Okay, do you want to do that? Was good. <clears throat> so, attend classes. Which one is that? She's asking. Okay, that's money. Okay, unless maybe during the class you were fanning him. Right. Okay, so that's Vani attending classes. What are other ways we serve Guru? Such as? Okay, we can clean. Okay. That's Vapu. I think some of these we're going to see are both. What if we clean the temple? That's Vani Seva, right? Okay, so cleaning could be both. But specifically cleaning for the Guru, cleaning the Guru's room like that. What are are some other services we do for Guru? Yes. Serve Krishna. (coughs) Okay. That's kind of a Vani, yes? Okay. And all the varieties of services that are contained there. Okay. What are some other services that we do? Some specific things. Okay. Everybody thought that at one time. Cooking. Okay. We can cook for our guru. Okay. Great. What are some other services? Yes. Okay. We can guard the guru. 
Okay. Okay. Is he a gentle guard or a ruffian guard? Okay. Just tell him to go gentle on the devotees. Gardening is good. Trampoline is not. So that's good. Good point. Guarding. We can guard the guru. What are some other direct services? Okay, washing and ironing his clothes. Okay, good. Massaging. That's the service we read. So many nice pastimes devotees had when they were massaging Prabhupada. Many, so many nice stories. From Shruti Kirti and Kaladri Prabhu and Hari Sari Prabhu. Yes. Okay, expanding the mission. Very nice. Then, if I heard you correctly, we should wait until after the physical passing of the Guru before we do that? Okay. So expanding during the presence and after the physical presence. Okay, good. Very good. Good. What else? Okay, good. Carrying. Carrying his baggage. Suitcase. Driving him back and forth to the airport. Things like that. Good. Did we get cleaning up there? I think we got cleaning. Singing. We can sing for him. Very nice. We can sing and dance. Is that Vapu or Vani? It's kind of both, right? If he was physically present, you might consider that Vapu, right? Okay. However you categorize that, Vani. You're doing a great job so far. Okay, good. That's a good one. So what are some other ways? Give donations. Very good. Any grahastas here? Raise your hands if you're grahasta. Keep your hands up. Say that louder. Very good. This is part of the dharma of being a grahasta. Very good. Very good. We can give donations, contributions. It's actually very important. In the beginning of the movement, it was minimized because there weren't any grahastas. And frankly, it's a challenge for us. It's one reason we're not stronger. Because we don't really have this ethic. Prabhupada gave an ideal very high. But sometimes we think, well, that's not possible, so what can I do? Prabhupada said 50%. Now, for most people, especially in the beginning, and for most people with the kind of salary structures they have these days, it's not possible. We should try for that. But devotees, we should at least be thinking 10%. I should at least give 10%. As much as possible, we should think like that. Of course, those living in the temple and all, that's a different situation. Those of us outside that have some capacity, we should think that's a very serious part of our service. Because in so many ways, the movement really is, we're very short on resources. I mean, this is a beautiful place, but, you know, this place needs, what, $1 million, $2 million to fix it up? And you go to so many temples in Iskand, and, you know, they're vibrant places, most, but still we need more Lakshmi. So don't, don't think if you had the capacity to make Lakshmi, that's Maya. Thinking it's Maya to make Lakshmi is Maya. But using our money in, in the service of the Guru and, and the mission is very important. And we should also encourage people that's noble service. Someone that has the ability to do that, we should encourage them. But another hand back here, more ideas on Seva. Yes, Mataji. Hearing? 
Okay. Yes, we mentioned that in that, long, that first long list. Hearing, of course, is important, very important. It's essence of Vani. Yes, Amma. Okay, so taking up responsibility for preaching? Okay, nice. Taking up responsibility for preaching. What if we don't feel qualified to do that? So take good point. So take guidance of other devotees that are more seasoned, more senior, more experienced. But in one way or the other, take up some responsibility. Don't don't. Uh, so that's part of our service to Guru. Good, good. Okay. Any others? Yes. We'll take a few more. Okay. Good. Appreciating devotees. Is that Vapu or Vani? Okay. Yeah, it could be both, but probably mostly Vani. Nice. Appreciating. Certainly appreciating devotees in general is serving the Guru's Vani. His instruction is to serve devotees, to encourage devotees, help devotees, show our love to devotees. So that would be following the, the Vani. Okay. Yes? One is cooperating. Okay. And the second is teachings uh, and teachings. Okay, so cooperating and then presenting his teachings or representing. Oh, good. Setting an example ourselves. Very nice. We might have to put a couple at the top there. One or two more. The ladies are being more quiet today. You must have had more halava on your side of the room or something. Good, we can do book distribution. Good. Yes, very, very, very important. Yes. Paperwork. I was a paper boy. Is that similar? Paperwork. You like administrative? Okay. Is that Vani or Vapu? If it's directly, it would be Vapu, right? But maybe you're doing it for the temple or for some project, then it would be what? Vani, right? Good. Okay. If you know anyone looking for administrative service who lives in Washington, D.C., please see me afterwards. Okay? Okay. <laughs> they told me I could... Uh huh. And she wants to move to Washington D.C. You said. Uh huh. And she's going to spend more time in Washington D.C. Thank you. Yes, that's very important service. 
Good. Administration work which can be Vapu and Vani. One more? Anybody else? Yes. Worshipping the deity, certainly. Deity worship. We can say all the different nine forms of devotional service, right? Certainly are in that category. We worship Tulsi, that's Vani Seva to the Guru, isn't it? When we live in a holy place, that's Vani Seva. When we um, hear Bhagavatam, of course, we've got hearing there, Vani Seva. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about, let's look at Vapu. Cleaning the Guru's room, cooking for the Guru, guarding the Guru, washing and ironing his clothes, massaging, carrying bags, giving them rides to the airport, things like that, donations. What are some other things that we can do directly, Vapu Seva? Different menial services for the Guru. Bringing a chair, the garland, water, a pillow. Yeah, different kinds of menial services. Good. What about if the Guru is coming to visit your temple? You can pick him up at the airport. What else might you want to do? Sorry, I just heard a disembodied voice. Hosting him in your homes. Yes, very important. So you host, you pick him, you meet him at the airport, you host him at your home, you provide prasadam for him, you cook and clean, and husband can offer massage. Um, what else might you want to do as vapu service when the guru is visiting your house? Did he just come to talk to you and your kids and see how everybody's doing? If you got your new pay raise and make sure the kids are having a good vacation. What else might the guru want to do while he's there, Mataji? Arrange preaching opportunities. Very important. That's kind of both Vani and Vapu, but definitely when we have the physical association of the spiritual master, certainly that's something that he would consider great service to arrange nice programs like that. There's a lot of exchanges with Prabhupada. I'm thinking of one he told them they were trying to work out something to put him on television on a regular basis. And he said, if you if you do that, I'll stay in Los Angeles. He said, more or less forever, he said. Or if you, other times he'd say, if you can arrange the meeting with this important person, I'll definitely come there. So if there's some, if we arrange for some preaching seva, that's definitely wonderful vapu. Anything else to add? Who hasn't made a point yet if they wants to? Okay, three hands have already been up. Anybody else that hasn't spoken? Okay, one more, sorry. This is the time. Yes, Prabhu. Nice. Very good. Communicating, reporting to him on your service or your project. Very good. Very good. Yeah, I think that's that's Vapu. Of course, in a sense, you could continue to do that even after the physical disappearance of the Guru, isn't it? But we should take advantage if we have that opportunity. Okay, so I would like everyone, if you have a pencil or pen, it'll help. It's not mandatory, but if you have one close by, if you can get out a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen, borrow one from one of your neighbors if you don't have. I'll give you just a minute. Again, you don't have to. You can do this on a meditation, but I think it'll help if you can write it down. Thank you, Mahesha. <clears throat> so I'd like you to reflect a little bit. 
on some experience that you may have had of Guru Vapu Seva. Some chance opportunity that you've had to render some service to the spiritual master in his embodied manifestation, not just instructions, but so many things are listed here. <clears throat> could be some very small thing, could be some big thing. If you don't have any particular, or have not had a particular opportunity for that, then let me ask you to meditate for a minute about some vapu you'd like to perform for the guru. Okay, you may think, well, I'm kind of new, I haven't had a chance, like that. Or, yeah, but, but if I had the opportunity, I'd really like to fill in the bank, cook for him, etc., like that. So give me just a couple minutes, think about that, and you can write a couple things down about that experience if you'd like. Yes, that's good. You can, you can write down what was the experience as you remember it. If you like, you could also write what did, how did you feel about it? What was it? What was that experience like for you? Yeah, let's do that. That's a good idea. What happened and how did you feel through that experience? Okay, thank you. There's a verse on the screen here. Maybe we can read this together. Mike works. Can you read this? The verse is Sadhu Sangha Sadhu Sangha Sarva Shastra Khoi Lava Matra Sadhu Sangha Sarva Siddhi Hoy. The translation. The verdict of all revealed scriptures is that even by is that by even a moment of association with a pure devotee, one can obtain all success. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhya, 22:54. So the opportunity to have association with an advanced devotee, with the guru, with the representative, the parampara, is very powerful. Pure devotee association, very very powerful. So um, turn to somebody sitting next to you, a two or maybe three and share a little bit your experience of Guru Vapu Seva and what it was like and what you what was your experience what did you feel from that okay maybe and if if you if you don't feel you have so much to share then just turn and join another group and you can just listen okay so everybody get a partner Just be in twos or threes, not five. Twos or threes. Anybody want to sh- briefly, briefly share your experience of Guru Vapu Seva? Anybody want to share? 
I heard saw a lot of smiling faces out there, so somebody wants to express their happiness. Just kind of a small version, if you can. Sometimes these stories get carried away with different levels of bhava. And we only have enough time for sadhana. That's so. why I want to take the mic so I can share the bhava. Okay, she's got the she's I'll got the mic now. Okay, so some of the services I have. Okay, now everybody needs to listen now. Okay. Please. Some of the services I was fortunate enough to have um, to serve my um, Guru Maharaj, Bhakti Tirtha Maharaj, were um, cooking, uh, cleaning his room. And <clears throat> once I got to clean his bathroom, and he was ill at this time. And I remember being so happy to clean his bathroom because it felt like a very personal way of connecting with him when he was ill. Garlands, I made many garlands for my initiation. I made his initiation, uh, his garland for initiation. Um, editing his books, which was a really sweet service. Um, worshiping his deities and also Radha Damodar. I was very fortunate. This is a long years. list. Sorry. Arranging flowers. You're like Vapu Vaishnavi. <laughs> and his nutrition advisor. And when we would, there would be classes, he would ask if I was in the room because he wanted to share about something that he ate that he wasn't supposed to eat. That was a super- <laughs> Wow. So let me ask you, you, you kind of elaborated the bathroom cleaning a little bit more than the others, but they're probably all equally significant. Um, some more so perhaps. You started to tell us a little bit, how did you feel when you rendered that service, so when you rendered this vapu? Tell us a little bit more about that and hold the mic real close. Aesthetic. Um, I remember I was just sharing with the Mataji that when I would cook for him, sometimes, well, many times, I would be running late. And I would be so sad that I would be crying while I was cooking because I wanted to, you know, please him. But he would be so sweet when I would get the food to him finally. He would say, that's okay. So on the basis of these intense feelings that you had and this connection that you expressed you had with him, are there any kind of general principles for all of us you might draw about Vapu Seva? Some general statements you can make? Be greedy for the mercy. Be greedy for the mercy. That's nice. Very good instruction. Thank you. Somebody else like to uh, share their story of Guru Vapu Seva? Okay. And say your name if you will. I should have asked everybody because I don't know. What's your name, Ajit? Kachuta. Most of you know most of you, but I don't think anybody knows everybody. Uh, my name is Jagannath Pandit Das, and I live here in Gita Nagri. And I'm also a disciple of Bhakti Chaitanya Maharaj. And uh, some of the services I did for my Guru Maharaj were cutting his hair, uh, driving in the programs, uh, transcribing his tapes for books, and typing uh, letters, correspondence. He would dictate letters. Uh, mailing uh, tapes and helping out with the tape ministry. And I would cook for him, help wash clothes, iron his clothes, uh, edit his books. And a particular experience I had is similar to Achuta's, is the last time I cut his hair. Um, uh, Often he, he would, over the years, he was getting more gray and his hair was thinning more. And he was losing hair right here, you know, in the back. So he would, he would always ask me, 
is there enough hair, you know, to, to do a sika and everything? I'd have a little medicine cap and I'd stick it there and then cut around it, you know. And uh, a medicine bottle, you know, cap. And uh, so this one time, the last time I cut his ear, I said, well, Maharaj, it's, it's pretty thin, you know, it's kind of hard to, to do it. And they looked at me and said, well, don't think this won't happen to you. <laughs> And sure enough, he, he cursed me, <laughs> or blessed me, you know, now I have, I have the same thing. <laughs> so these are a lot of very intimate services. How did, how did it make you feel when you were able to offer these services? Oh, it was, uh, I, I felt excited and very privileged, you know, to uh, have that close contact, you know, with him. Um, and uh, the other question you asked her made me think of something too is that please take full advantage before you come in his association uh, be ready with questions so prepare because a lot of times I was so into the moment that I wasn't taking full advantage of that captive audience I had of him you know to ask you know questions inquire Although I did, but it was more like on the spot. I didn't really think it out ahead of time and be prepared because I was so into the excitement of the situation, you know, that uh, I couldn't hardly think straight sometimes. Very good. So as a, gentle, as a general principle, we're hearing be greedy for those opportunities to render Guru Vapu Seva, service to the spiritual master's body whenever he's in town, as long as he's here, whenever we get that opportunity. And second principle, be anticipating those opportunities to offer inquiries and, 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 and bring any doubts, any questions, opportunities to, to converse with the spiritual master during those times. Good. Very good. One more, maybe one more story? Okay, over here. My name is Gopilila Shakti. My spiritual master is Jabatak Maharaj. I myself, I did all of them, except one thing, that I always am jealous about the Prabhus. I cannot massage the lotus feet of my spiritual master. I, I get to do all this service in one time. Um, just I start to thinking, okay, let me do his room. They know about the clean, let me do the clean, then the bathroom. Then I ended up since 4 in the morning until midnight without stop doing service. And I want to tell you one thing. How I feel, I think like strong and powerful. I was not even a minute tired. And today, I wake up again for Mangalati. I was wiped up at noon. I was almost want to sleep. But when you do service to your spiritual master, you really are empowered. You get all the shakti, all the energy he can give you because it's the desire of the disciple to serve your guru. And I, I don't know if I'm correct or not, but I would tell you three types of disciples or the devotees. The ones that they being has to be told, please do this. And the others who go and ask, can I do this? And the others who don't wait, they ask you or you ask permission. You already feel that what needs to be done. And when we go in that mood, then everything changes your life. I hope everybody can do and 
one day will be happy as much as I am. Hare Krishna. Hare Bow. So your experience was it by taking on this service to the spiritual master, this Guru Vapu, even though it was so many hours and it was physically draining and difficult, you actually, as we saw you visibly show us, you felt the Shakti coming. Just if you noticed, if you were she was reliving the Shakti while she was telling the story, coming into her body, how she felt empowered by that. So you, so <clears throat> through that process, you, you felt empowered and you felt obviously very inspired. So what principle would you draw for that for all of us regarding Guru Vapu, Vapu Seva? The only thing that I think that we can get this Seva and this blessing that served the spiritual master if we can do this with humility. If we are not humble enough, we cannot get it. And only the times that you do with humility, without thinking just the eagerness to serve your spiritual master, then you feel that happiness and that peacefulness. And I cannot describe you, but most of you probably, they have that experience. And I cannot describe so again, the, the, the general principle is we should be eager and enthusiastic and humble yes. to take advantage of that. Okay, good. Yeah. So, the opportunity to serve the physical presence of the spiritual master is that always present. Do we always have that opportunity? No, it's limited. The spiritual master, if he is some of our spiritual masters, we know they're not physically on this world anymore. Prabhupada's not physically here for those that are Prabhupada's direct disciples. Dr. Tirtha Maharaj, Tamal Krishna Maharaj, Sridhar Maharaj, quite a few of the gurus that were Prabhupada's disciples are also physically not present. So, <clears throat> we all know we have limited time for that seva. And we're hearing from the devotees that share it so nicely that we should try to take advantage of that and understand it's a special opportunity. So when that chance is there, um, be greedy for it, be eager for it, and anticipate it to take full advantage of that opportunity. Okay? So, Guru Vapu. little brief summary of the importance of Guru Vapu. So, we also talked about Vani Seva. Describe two primary ways of serving the Guru. First is Vapu Seva, then Vani Seva. So let's read a little bit about Vani Seva. Prabhu? Tat Vidhi Pranipatena Pariprasnena Sevaja Upadeshanti Tejyanan Gyaninas Tattva Darshina. Just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master. Inquire for him submissively and render service unto him. The self-realized souls can impart knowledge unto you because they have seen the truth. Bhagavad Gita 4.34 Okay, so here we should try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master. Any qualities necessary for the right effect to happen described in this verse? Any particular type of inquiries or what? Yes. We should inquire with humility and with service, render service unto him. What kind of service? Okay, assist him. But in general, what type of says service? What kind of service? What are we talking about here? 
Bapu and Vani. And later we're going to talk about serving the mission, which is part of that Vani, important thing. So when it says render him service, hear from him in submissively, humbly, and render service unto him. Okay, very, very important. A couple other verses about the quality of inquiring. Inquiring from Guru. Those who listen to the Bhagavatam may, be, may put questions to the speaker in order to elicit the clear meaning. But, though, but this should not be done in a challenging spirit. One must submit questions with a great regard for the speaker and the subject matter. This is also the way recommended in the Bhagavad Gita. One must learn the transcendental subject by submissive, submissive oral reception from the right sources. Therefore, these sages address the speaker, Sutta Goswami, with great respect. Purport Sriman Bhagavatam 115. Okay, very good. Next one. Inquiring from Guru, one must be Jigyashu. Very much inquisitive to learn from the bona fide spiritual master. The inquiries one makes should strictly pertain to the transcendental science, Jigyashu Shreya Uttaman. The word Uttaman refers to that which is above material knowledge. Tama means the darkness of this material world, and Ut means transcendental. Generally, people are very interested in inquiring about the mundane subject matters. But when one has lost such interest and is simply interested in the transcendental subject matters, he is quite fit for being initiated. Nectar of instruction, purport, verse 5. Okay, so some good instructions here. So we're looking at Vapu Seva and now particularly Vanu Seva, Vani Seva. So what are some of the guidelines that are there as far as how do we make inquiry from the spiritual master and serving the spiritual master's words? These are important. What are, what are the qualities that have been pointed out here that are necessary for us to have? Non-challenging. Not a challenging spirit, right? So... What if I'm not clear on something and I ask a question? Isn't that challenging? Excuse me, Gurmaraj, I don't understand how that's true. That's challenging, isn't it? Isn't that challenging? That's challenging? Gopi Lita says that's challenging. So then I shouldn't ask that question. Or should I ask that question? Okay. Okay, okay. So inquiries should be there, but it's a question of what's the mood, or what's the proper mood, which should be not in a challenging spirit. What's the opposite of a challenging spirit? A humble spirit, I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to understand properly. Okay, and also that we should be, as you said before, we should be enthusiastic to do what? To serve. There was one exchange with Prabhupada, in, I believe it was Hawaii, and someone asked Prabhupada, if we chant the Hare Krishna mantra but we don't engage in service, can we still become perfected? Anybody remember that exchange? If I remember correctly, Prabhupada said yes, but it may take 300 lifetimes. 
So service is a very important part of the formula. Remember that, Amaprabhu? Remember reading that? There was a lot of interesting things came. That was that era in Hawaii. There a lot of interesting things were coming up. That was one question. Can we just chant and not do service? And Prabhupada said, well, you can, but that service attitude is important. Can you bring the mic? She was saying that she also has a desk calendar with quotations from Srila Prabhupada. And I think it is coming from the same Hawaii trip because I do remember reading Hawaii underneath that coat. Okay. Uh, where uh, I think it is in response to somebody's letter about when you have association of devotees and when you have service on the other side, which one do you choose? So in that of course Prabhupada had given the answer that you choose the service because when you do association but as a result of that association if you are not rendering service then that association is of, of no use. So I think that is applicable in this context yeah. with chanting and so how, how has Prabhupada told us to understand the Maha Mantra? We know it's names of Krishna. So you can just say, what's the meaning of Maha Mantra? Oh, Krishna, the all-attractive, oh, Rama, supreme strength, oh, Hare, energy of the Lord, Bas. Right? But what does Prabhupada tell us our meditation on that meaning should be? Please, please engage me in your service. Yes. Oh, my Lord, oh, energy of the Lord, please engage in your service. Is it? Anyone here read Tamal Krishnan Raj's uh, book? Living, I think called Living Theology. All right, Living Theology. Anybody? Raise your hand. One, two, three and a quarter. Four and a quarter. Okay, good. Very important book if you get an opportunity to read that because one of the beautiful things he talks about in there is how he's looking at Prabhupada's specific contributions within the realm of theology and his revealing deeper understandings. And one of the emphasis he makes is that Prabhupada's clearly expounding the principle that, that bhakti means devotional service. And he talks about generally bhakti is translated as as, as faith or, or some kind of feeling or rasa but Prabhupada emphasizes devotional service so that really was a major contribution of Prabhupada as a like a historical theologian one who's revealing the Vaishnava theology and Siddhanta deeper than others have gone to before one of his great philosophical and theological um, points that he really emphasized and clarified. So it's very, very important, this idea. We're chanting, Krishna, please, please, Krishna, please engage him in your service. And then some devotee comes up and says, Prabhu, can you help me? And we tend to go, Prabhu, can't you see I'm busy? In fact, the members described one time, if you ever want to get a devotee to help you, find someone who's really busy. Because they're the ones with the best service attitude. They'll be more likely to help you. That's a nice, nice way to think about that that devotional uh, attitude that's there. Um, are there any examples we have? Looking at Guru Vani Seva, are there examples of devotees who became perfected through hearing, through the hearing process? How important is this hearing process? What are some examples? Pariksha Maharaj. Okay. 
He had a special kind of high pressure situation on him too, didn't he? And yet he took shelter of hearing. He wanted to hear from his guru. Please, you reveal to me the truth about Krishna. Any other examples? Atmanivedan Prabhu. Okay, who did Prahlad Maharaj hear from? Narada Muni. He also had rather unique situation, didn't he? Yeah. It's kind of like whether you're facing death or whether you're still in the womb, the solution is the same, huh? Take shelter and hear about Krishna. <clears throat> okay, any other examples? How Srila Prabhupada? Certainly serving, certainly serving, but particularly looking at, at Vani. Yes, I think actually when when they brought Srila Prabhupada as a young devotee, not yet initiated to meet Srila Bhakti Sananta Saraswati Thakur and have him recommended for initiation, and Bhakti Sananta Maharaj had observed at a pre, I think was it, remember where was it Radhakund? I think previously in Vrindavan, he noted that our Prabhupada liked to hear. So he immediately said, yes, I accept him. And the, the, the senior disciples were really surprised. They were thinking, we're going to have to explain he's been helping our mat, uh, our mat and he wasn't so well known. But he said, no, he, he said, no, I, I've noted that he hears nicely. And this way he achieved special mercy from his Guru Maharaj. Yes, Atma with a big smile, this is going to be a good story. <laughs> Amongst the circle of devotees within ISKCON, uh, uh, I suppose it could be uh, an issue of debate whether Srila Prabhupada is Nitya Siddha or Sadhana Siddha. So, or, uh, so that, because your question was. Uh, provide examples of those who achieve perfection through hearing. So certainly Prabhupada himself may have said things like that, but he also said things like I was... I'll restate the question. Okay. He's such a lawyer. <laughs> because she gave a nice answer, I just gave her the wrong question. Are there any examples of Prabhupada's lifetime how his own affection towards hearing helped achieve the mercy of his spiritual master? <laughs> now she has the right answer? Very good. Excellent answer. Of the two, <coughs> Vani Seva, Vapu Seva, which is more important? Vani. Why is Vani more important? Why more important? Yes, Prabhu. Yeah, the spiritual master won't be physically present on this earth forever. Every material body has a limited time. So, but Vani, does Vani ever die? No, the instructions are there forever. Always there. Okay. And in addition, sometimes the spiritual master may be physically living in the in the, on the earth someplace, but we're not able to 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 to, to render vapu. So. <clears throat> If we thought that Vapu was more important than Vani, what might happen with our devotional service? Might be a little sporadic, right? 
The guru comes to town and we turn on the bhakti key. The guru leaves town, we turn it off. Schedule, okay, August 15th next year, I start doing service again. Right? But it's not like that. Right? So the Vani is, Vani is more important because Vani is, is always there. And Vapu is not always there. Let's see some other references here. Who has the mic? You want to read, Prabhu? Importance of Guru Vani Seva. Although according to material vision, His Divine Grace, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada, passed away from this material world, on the last day of December 1936, I still consider His Divine Grace to be always present with me by His Bani, His words. There are two ways of association, by Bani and by Bapu. Bani means words, and Bapu means physical presence. Physical presence is sometimes appreciable, and sometimes not. But Bani continues to exist eternally. Therefore, we must take advantage of this Bani, of the Bani, not the physical presence. The Bhagavad Gita, for example, is the Vani of Lord Krishna. Although Krishna was personally present 5,000 years ago and is no longer physically present from the materialistic point of view, the Bhagavad Gita continues. Okay. So the same way we still benefit from the Vani of Krishna in his instructions in Bhagavad Gita, we can continue to benefit just as we all are from the Vani of Srila Prabhupada. We hear Prabhupada's lectures, we read Prabhupada's books, we listen to Prabhupada's uh, instructions in, in different videos and things like that. In this way, Prabhupada's Vani is always present. I think there's one more here. Yes. A nice Prabhupada revealing his own heart. So far, personal association with the Guru is concerned. I was only with my Guru Maharaj four or five times. But I've never left I've never left his association, not even for a moment, because I'm following his instructions. I've never felt any separation. There are some of my God brothers here in India who had constant personal personal association with Guru Maharaj. But who are neglecting his orders. This is just like the bog who is sitting on the lap of the king. He may be very puffed up by his position, but all he can succeed is doing, in doing is biting the king. Personal association is not so important as association through service. Somebody want to explain that story? What does that mean? Prabhupada says the bug and the king and everything. Somebody want to explain? Yes. I heard a similar story about okay. Babaji living in a hut and there were bugs on his head biting him and sucking his blood. Okay? So what closer physical association can there be being on the head of Babaji and sucking his blood? But what's the point of sucking the blood? So the, the bugs don't benefit by sucking the blood. Yes. So. <coughs> 
So someone may be physically close to the spiritual master, but not necessarily executing the order of the spiritual master. Right? It's like a bug can be sitting on the leg of the king or the bug on the Babaji, but if they're just a disturbance. They're close, but they're just creating a disturbance. So sometimes we see um, devotees may misunderstand and think being physically close is all that matters. Sometimes devotees think like that. They, they hear Vapu and they think that's the whole picture. So we definitely have to take advantage of Vapu. We heard so many stories, devotees own realization and inspiration. We see that Prabhupada talks about it, the Shastra talks about it. But we shouldn't misunderstand and think Vapu is the most important and neglect Vani. There are many, many stories of devotees when Prabhupada was physically present. He would come and visit a temple and some very senior devotees, sometimes they would be distributing books or doing some other service. And sometimes they would think, well, okay, I can go back to be with Prabhupada is at the temple. But actually Prabhupada said the most important thing is to distribute his books. So what's going to be more pleasing? I go back, I'm just one of 50 people sitting around waiting to see if Prabhupada comes out of the room. Or if I stay out here and I distribute his books. And oftentimes you hear devotees talking about how they, even though Prabhupada was so present, they felt more connected because they were executing his order. And not that they, that they didn't go to see him. Of course, in the evening they go back and have class and darshan and like that. We don't want to, again, ignore Vapu when the opportunities there. We have to be greedy for it. But not at the expense of Vani. So Vani is very, very important. Okay? So there's a third category. It actually came up under Vani. But it's another very, very important thing for us in our ISKCON society. When we, we're talking about Guru Tattva. Guru means disciple. Right? You can't, if you can't have a Guru, if you don't have a disciple. So now looking at the disciple part of it and our commitment to the Guru. Where's the other type of service that comes up here? We have to serve the body of the Guru. We have to serve the instructions of the Guru. What's another part that we also have to serve? The mission. You want to write a little more? The mission. Now some things we already we already have down here on the list. I don't know if you can see at the back, but expanding the mission, taking up the responsibility for preaching. Let's brainstorm a little bit. What are some of the things that we can do or should do in this effort to take up the mission of the spiritual master? First of all, what is that mission? To sell more Coca-Cola than any other distributor in the Northwest Pacific? To make the world safer democracy? To have more disciples than anyone in the world? To collect a lot of dakshin? To, what is it? What is his mission? To spread Krishna consciousness. On behalf of who? Very important question. On behalf of who? His guru. We heard today a few times that the, the guru, he is, as Ravina Supra was nice explaining, Prabhupada saw himself at every moment as the disciple of Srila Bhakti Sananta Saraswati Thakur. Therefore, he's serving the mission. I was hearing some senior devotee guru just recently was describing Prabhupada and he was explaining something of his mission and he was saying this is Prabhupada's contribution to the parampara. And it really struck me because I was thinking 
hearing a devotee who's a Diksha guru, who has disciples, who's training disciples, thinking in terms of there's this unbroken line of spiritual masters. And as we heard, guru is one. All of them are one. Different persons, but they have the same mission, the same goal, the same purpose. And that as disciples or as gurus who are also disciples in that chain, what should our contribution be to the parampara? Sometimes we may just think, well, I'm just I'm serving my guru and it kind of stops there. Actually, when we serve guru, and the bigger picture, we're serving the whole parampara. Because our guru is asking us to do different seva. But who is he asking that on behalf of? For us in this generation, on behalf of Prabhupada, who's Prabhupada asking on behalf of? He says, please, you've all come to help me in my mission, serving my spiritual master. So in this way, back to Lord Chaitanya and to Krishna. So what are some of the things that we do serving the mission? Spreading Krishna consciousness on behalf of the disciplic succession. What else do we do or what are some of the subcategories of that? What are things we can do? What could you do? What can I do today to help with that mission? Okay, we can do book distribution. Key Jai, you ever do book distribution, Prabhu? I think so. Very nice. We can distribute prasadam. We already talked about accepting prasadam. This is distributing prasadam. Yes. Yes, Prabhu. Preach. Good. We can open centers. Good. Where? Where can we open centers? Here, there, everywhere. Can start at home, right? We can start at home. Of course, it should be coordinated. Sometimes devotees like, I'll start my preaching center in my house across the street from your house on the same night you've been doing for the last 14 years and try to get half of your people come to my place. But it's all about seva. And you shouldn't be attached to your people. Right? Better we should try to, what we hear from Minister Prabhu today, coordinate a little bit, cooperate a little bit, right? Something's going on here, well let's go here. Isn't it? Now let me just ask an important thing. When you're opening that preaching center, who are you opening on behalf of? Iskan, good. And who? And your Guru Maharaj, and who? And Prabhupada, and who? Okay, the Parampara. Now, if you're doing so and people come, whose property are those, excuse the term, whose property are those people? Do they belong to you? Do they belong to your Guru? They belong to Krishna. And Krishna may inspire them in many ways. We have to be a little careful. Sometimes in our enthusiasm we can become a little bit... In the, in the four-day disciple course, those of you that will be taking that course later, there's a whole section about avoiding guru sectarianism. We don't need to get that in. We don't need to go into that in detail here. But that's something we need to be careful of. In some ways, it's a natural manifestation of our appreciation for our guru, whoever our guru might be. There's many different disciples of different gurus here in the room, and certainly in our movement, so many different gurus. So that kind of sense of special appreciation for my Guru Maharaj and all that he's done for me, that's very natural. Wanting to share our enthusiasm with other devotees to introduce our guru to them, that's very natural. But we also have to be very careful that people we meet, we're not the determining factor of their spiritual life. 
We're meant to bring them, of course we know Niskan, first and foremost to Prabhupada. After they've developed their relationship with Prabhupada, then, then they may be inspired by so many different gurus. So this sectarianism, as Rabindra Suprabhu talked about earlier this morning, where these two major splits happen in the Gaudiya Mutt, that's something that we need in this generation and the next several generations be very attentive to. Because that wood we've seen, that's that really was the blow that split the Gaudiya Mutt. And we cannot allow that to happen within the ISKCON society. If there's one thing we should never let happen, there may be so many challenges, we may make so many mistakes, but we should never allow Prabhupada's movement to be divided. Very important. There may be different people, individuals go off. You can have splinter groups in any situation. But we should try to stay together. Okay, so book distribution, prashadam distribution, opening preaching centers. What else can we do to serve the mission? We can do college programs. Okay? Educational programs for children. Okay, so that means other people's children, right? Not my children. I shouldn't worry about my children, right? Whose children? All the children. They're Krishna's children, right? We should understand that too. In the Gita, Krishna says, "No one is more dear to me than one who preaches to the karmis." Is that the verse? How's the verse go? No one is more dear to me except those who preach to the. Devotees. So like there's an expression, charity should begin at home. So we have to care for ourselves, we have to nurture ourselves, we have to nurture each other and overcome the kind of sectarian view that we're the devotees and they're the other. We're all devotees. It's, you know, somebody forgot... You know, someone's a little more awake this lifetime. Somebody maybe needs a little more time. But, you know, we're all devoted. Every living entity is Krishna's devotee. Just some are remembering or not. So, uh, programs for the colleges, programs for children. What else? Um, back here. Thank you very much. Raise your hand if you're Grahasta. Please, raise your hand if you're Grahasta. Okay, who owns that house? Who owns that money? Okay, what can you do with your money? You can enjoy it. What else can you do? You can use it to push on Prabhupada's movement. Okay, don't be foolish. You have to take care of your family first, of course. But, Prabhupada said, extravagant living, then thinking. Right? Is that what he said? <laughs> extravagant living, then thinking. Atmanivedan. You got a, a source on that verse? I don't think so, huh? What did he say? We heard today, it came from Bhakti... Well, Rabindastri Prabhu said it's a quote from a Wadsworth... Wadsworth? Wordsworth, thank you. Wordsworth poem. And what was the form there, do you remember? Plain living, yes. Plain living, high thinking. And Prabhupada said simple living, high thinking. So extravagant living, then thinking... No, no, no. We should live simply and, and use whatever resources we have to push on the movement. Okay, good. Thank you. Another one. Yes, Prabhu. Good. We can go on Harinam Sankirtan. Good. Of the Guru, uh, 
somehow helping in this mission. For example, in Kitanagari, uh, when I was told to take the registration service, I really didn't want it. But then, you know, somehow, I, because I cannot count money to save my life. But then, I, I took the service and I've been doing it, and I really think that this is uh, as good as direct service in his mission, because Kitanagari is a place where my Guru Maharaj is organizing for many years. And, so is it just preaching activities that are directly aligned or is it can be anything that, you know? <coughs> Very good question. What if we are a pujari? Is that preaching? Yes. Why? Who said yes? Yes, Prabhu. It inspires the preachers. It inspires the preachers? Okay. Devotees are going out and meeting people that aren't devotees yet? Okay. Good. It inspires the preachers. What else? <coughs> Yes, people come and they're inspired by the deities. Yes, how else? Very good. When the deities are taken care of nicely, they reciprocate and they will be they will bless us so that our preaching activities will go on nicely. Very good. <coughs> Another one, yes. <coughs> I've heard Srila Prabhupada's lecture um, in that Prabhupada makes a comparison to uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's instruction that Yara Deko uh, first perfect your life and then give this message to others. And then Krishna's instruction Bhagavad Gita Sarvadalman Paritajam Mamitam Sarnam Riza. Um, Prabhupada says that there is no difference in these two messages. Like once you perfect your life, uh, what you do is you just preach the message. So, a little louder at the end. I didn't hear you at the end. Want you? Uh, like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's um, message that you perfect your life and give this message, uh, and then Krishna's instruction, Sarvadharman Parichajjuma Mekam Sarnam Raja. Um, Prabhupada says in the lecture there is no difference uh, because um, once you perfect your life, then you take on the, the service of Krishna, which is giving this message out. Good, that's the part I didn't hear. So that when we are perfecting our lives, when surrendering to Krishna, Oh my Lord, energy of the Lord, please engage in me in your service. Oh Guru Maharaj, please engage in your service. What is the desire, what's the topmost desire of Krishna in this world? For all the, his parts and parcels, he wants everyone to go back to him. That's the whole reason he created this world. <clears throat> so that the rebellious souls, we can come here and act out our rebellious nature and become reformed and go back to him. And that's why he explains he comes again and again. Right? In order to reestablish religious principles, deliver the pious, etc. So, and why does the pure devotee, the spiritual master, the Vaishnavas, why do they wander across the face of the earth? To try to give people Krishna consciousness. So, if we're going to serve Krishna, if we're going to serve the Guru, if we're going to serve the Parampara, we have to take on board this feeling, at least, of wanting to help assist the mission. Book distribution, Harinam, doing deity worship in the mood that I'm doing this to please the Lord so He'll want more people to come. I'm dressing the deity so nicely so when devotees come or guests come, they'll see the Lord, they'll be so attracted, they'll just want to give their heart. Sometimes you meet devotees like 
like that. In some of my travels, I remember meeting devotees and explained, you know, how did you become a devotee? Well, I came to the temple, I saw the deities, and I just knew this is what I wanted to do. So, by that inspiration of the Lord's beauty, and of course, inspiring the devotees. So, college preaching, education for the kids, preaching centers, what else can we do? Giving, we got donations down there? Yes, giving donations. I didn't see it, she hit it up in the corner. Yes. They get inspired. So even they even they if appreciate then you can pass it on to the parampara and they can inspire. So one example I'm just giving uh, one of my colleague is like is not a devotee, but he is somewhere else, like he believes in doing some service somewhere. So uh, he was saying that you see in that you know association there are a lot of service so I said like if you do that service if somebody appreciates then what do you do I feel some good some good feelings there so I said like do you feel proud so, yes then what do you do with that then there is no answer so I said like in ISKCON there is a process like you pass it on to the parampara and then you feel light and it's not like it goes back to Guru then he gives it back to his Guru and that way it goes back to Krishna so then he was silent and he could understand that there is a defined process that you handle those kind of things. So if, I'm not, I think I understood the first part. I'm not sure if I caught all of you. As I under, first understood what you said, is also preaching as ourselves to become purified right. and to set an example for others. Right. Yes? Yeah. Very important. Yeah. There's an expression, I think it's... Um, <clears throat> I think it's Henry David Thoreau, but forgive me, it makes sense either way, who said, he said, some famous person said, what you do speaks so loudly, I can't hear what you're saying. You know? What you do speaks so loudly, I can't hear what you're saying. And there's another really wonderful one that's a, that is attributed to St. Francis. I know that definitely St. Francis. Who said to his followers, you should preach all day long, and if necessary, speak a few words. Should preach all day long, and if necessary, speak a few words. Because sometimes we think preaching means, you know, speak, 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 but then sometimes our own qualities or our lack of spirituality may actually diminish the message. So certainly part of the message of serving the mission is, is purifying ourselves, cultivating our own spiritual realization. So these three things are very, very important. Thank you very much. Serving the physical presence of the spiritual master. We heard some nice realizations from devotees and you all shared some experiences you've had about how important that is. We hear from the Acharyas that even more important than Vapu Seva is Vani Seva, serving the instructions of the spiritual master, which begins with proper hearing, a mood of service, a mood of humility, not inquiring in a challenging way. And then we also understand that part of that Vani Seva, if we're serving the instructions of the Guru, Krishna and the Guru's primary instruction is to become Krishna conscious and share Krishna consciousness. So this is very much, uh, our movement is very uh, focused on in-reach and outreach. And part of the message to all of us as, as disciples and as 
members of our parampara, we're, we're followers in that system, is that we also need to try to take up the mission according to our capacity. And we'll end with a one more final, very nice quote from Prabhupada. Do you want to read that, Pramal? Importance of Guru Bani Seva. So far, personal association with the Guru is concerned. Here we receive it. I was only with my Guru Maharaj four or five times. Yeah, we read it already, but you read them. Keep going, because then maybe we can do the second part. Okay. So far, personal association with the Guru is concerned. I was only with my Guru Maharaj four or five times, but I have never left his association. Not even for a moment, because I am following his instructions. I have never felt any separations. There are some of my godbrothers here in India who have constant personal association with Guru Maharaj, but who are neglecting his orders. This is just like the bog who is sitting in the lap of the king. He may be very puffed up by his position, but all he can succeed in doing is biting the kid. Personal association is not so important as association through service. Okay, personal association is not so important as association through service. And then one more here. You're right that you have desire to avail of my association again. But why do you forget that you are always in association with me? When you are helping my missionary activities, I am always thinking of you, and you are always thinking of me. That is real association. Okay. Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. One more. Separation, transcendental bliss. Please be happy in separation. I am separated from my Guru Maharaj since 1936, but I am always with him so long I work according to his direction. So we should, we should all work together for satisfying Lord Krishna, and in that way the feeling of separation will transform into transcendental bliss. Jai, Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Okay, so I think we're out of time. Time o'clock. Maybe one one quick question. Anybody might have question clarification. Do you mind if I go here just because he's been quiet today? He was more noisy yesterday, but he's been quiet today. Hare Krishna, brothers. As the last slide, you're uh, saying that Srila Prabhupada has only few uh, moments of times of association with his Guru Maharaj. Uh, as we compare the samskaras which Srila Prabhupada was given by his parents, it was completely different. Where I am coming to the background where samskaras is completely different. So isn't that necessary to associate with Guru Maharaj to get training well purified? Isn't that as an important point? Is just the service is an important or... It's absolutely essential to associate with a spiritual master to get purified. And as we discussed, sometimes that association is vapu, sometimes it's vani. 
And, you know, I gave the example myself the other day. I had practically nil Vapu association with Srila Prabhupada. So I can't, you know, hold myself up as an example of doing a whole lot just because of Vani, but at least I'm still here. So I think that's, you know, one sense that's evidence that just through association with Prabhupada's instructions, Prabhupada's mission, like that, that, that that's the essential connection. Some devotees, uh, by arranging the Lord, had a lot of personal physical association with Prabhupada and you know some of the I was spending some time with Shruti Kirti recently and he was Prabhupada's personal secretary for two years and he told me it was it was very intense. He said because like let's say you you're you're whatever, you're the president of some community, you're on call all day long, but you can still take a walk to the park. Isn't you can walk around the block if you need to. Or you can you know these days you can <clears throat> turn off your cell phone for an hour or so. But he said Prabhupada's secretary wasn't like that. You were on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, for as long as he was there. And the furthest you got away was the next room. And as soon as Prabhupada rang the bell or pushed the buzzer, you were there again. So some devotees had that intense and wonderful opportunity to have such close physical association with Prabhupada. And some devotees, that association became too much. You know, there's a familiarity breeds contempt. That's why we didn't mention it here, but it's important. We also have to be very, very careful that in that opportunity for Vapu Seva, we don't become uh, too lax or too casual or, or too, uh, you know, possibly commit an offense. Very, very important. But the point is we have to have association. Vapu, whenever we can get it, we should be eager and greedy, as we heard, to have that chance for Vapu Seva. But when that's not there, or even when that's there, most important is Vani Seva. Okay, and there's so many opportunities for Vani Seva. Okay. And in ISKCON also we understand a big part of that Vani comes, Prabhupada is the preeminent six-year guru. So there's, you know, every guru in ISKCON says first and foremost, read Prabhupada's books, hear Prabhupada's lectures, etc. Because we're only presenting what Prabhupada has given us. Okay. Okay. I think we should maybe stop just because, but I'm happy to talk with Atmanivedan's smiling face afterwards. Okay? But I want to try to keep on the schedule as best we can. Thank you very much, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Shishi Radha Damodar Ki Jai. Iskan Gita Nagari, Gita Nagari Village Yoga Farm Community Ki Jai. Gaur Premanandi.